This week's episode of Here For It Podcast is brought to you by our real-life East Compton Clover cheerleader. We finally got one in real life. We've been waiting since, what, that movie came out in like 1999, 2000 or something like that. And we got a real-life East Compton Clover cheerleader. And I know I keep opening the episode with Issa Rae, but she deserves. Um, Issa Rae this week told uh, Vanity Fair that at the Emmys, she was only rooting for the black people. Then she looked at her publicist like, I am. So I'll figure out how to market it on Twitter. Let's just hope it. Honestly. <laughs> truly. She, she looked at her publicist and said, shrug, I am. So figure out how to spin it, girl. And I was like, damn, I, I sure hope this goes away because her publicist is going to have work. Her and the 40 million black people that did watch the Emmys <laughs> uh, Sunday night are also feeling the same. Yeah. And she was our full-on East Compton Clover cheerleader <laughs> out there. Bring with, it on. Yes. With the whole cheer saying, I'm only cheering for the I'm only here for the black people. Yeah, girl. Because everybody that's black that watches the Emmys is only here for the same. Whew. So thank you to our Clover cheerleader. This is here for a podcast. Um, your weekly colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness with prep advocate and sex specialist at the Superman. Me and culture blogger myself, Ronald Matters. Um, quick news We will be featured in two pods a day Coming next month The campaign encourages listeners to What is it, the quote? It says, listen more Listen, Andy So, um, indie podcasts I guess that don't have like big networks behind them And all those things They give spotlights to those types of podcasts And we are super excited to be part of the campaign Hashtag the number two Pods a day um, Look up the hashtag and look for us next month Absolutely. Um, look for us on Patreon as well. We've got things going on there. I talk about things that are, you know, a little sensitive that I don't get to talk, y'all, talk to all y'all about. So yeah, like put it in my mouth and what did you have all types of shit going on yeah, on Patreon. It, it, absolutely. So if you want to get to know us more, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. More get to know Eddie Superman because you have a lot to say. <laughs> per usual. So this week I have a really good icebreaker. Okay. And it's not a depressing one. Thank God for Jesus. Um, it's it's a growth one. So we all should be growing. You know, if you're in a relationship two or you're in a relationship twenty two, right. you should be making growth. Well, making growth. All right. Yeah. Making moves. Okay. So we're growing. Okay. What's uh-huh. going on? Red bottoms. Um, what advice would you give the person that is dating your ex right now? Which ex? <laughs> I mean, um, blah 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 years old. I mean, so I have exes. A few. In so your last one. Um, like my real last relationship was the guy that I was courting here in DC. I'm confused. If, if they wasn't in a relationship, if you weren't in a relationship with them and they oh, okay. weren't in a relationship with you, then y'all. Oh well, that's a lot of my relationships, though. So. <laughs> Girl, he not gonna be in a relationship with you for real. <laughs> what do you mean? Shit, it's the same running trend. The same one when y'all agreed to be in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, that one. He not, he not just gonna be in a relationship with you. You found that out. Eventually. Tori Hart found it out. The new girl that he um, cheating on now. We're gonna, it out. we're gonna get there. But we're gonna get there. <laughs> that's what. The so your last look. ex, uh, dark skin Trey from Memphis. Yeah. I don't want to say his name on air. Uh huh. He not just gonna be dating you. So, so that this is your advice. When too. the apology videos and tweets start going on, vaguely. so he made apology videos. I'm just saying, like it, Kevin Hart did. So we talking about your ex. Oh uh, well. When you start seeing texts at one in the morning and you done put him to bed, my favorite thing to do. Um, child, read them text messages. So that's your advice to him, is make sure he reads the text messages at 1 a.m. 
Cause I was sending text messages last night at eleven thirty eight p.m. and then got text messages at like ten thirty a.m. I was like, "Sir, I, I sent you that last night. You missed the whole." So your messages <laughs> to his current is make sure you follow his timeline. So if those the nigga late is, night text messages are the ones the niggas you need to be looking for. Why are they texting him at eleven? The friends ain't texting him at eleven o'clock because they busy. So all his friends are hoes basically. The, Thoughts are texting him at 11. Anyway, I'm getting depressed. <laughs> Pass the shots. Oh, so, the advice that I would give my ex, um, shout out to you if you listen, you are. Um, I, someone that's dating my ex, I would tell them to um, get their follower game up. He likes niggas with uh, cute follower games and that can get him likes and get him close to celebrities. So, hopefully, you have a lot of followers. Kisses. Wish you the best of luck, sis. <laughs> um, I was like, because I don't know what to say to that. I don't know. I'm just looking at off in space like, okay, I'm going to let him finish. Well, I have to let you finish, but I'm just like, mm, child, y'all ain't going to have me go. Um, the first story that I have in... Hot topics. Those topics are <clears throat> about the Emmys. Obviously, a lot of people watched the Emmys. A lot of people were tweeting about the Emmys. A lot of people were reacting and things like that. I didn't watch them because I knew I was going to be mad. Um, but I did catch the excerpts and the updates to know enough to come out and talk to you guys about it. So first, I want to say definitely congratulations to Lena Waithe, uh, Donald Glover, and Sterling, uh, Sterling Brown for all of their wins. All of their wins were great and monumental, and they were you know once in a couple decades, obviously, for no reason. We shouldn't be still celebrating those. But we are, so congratulations to those. I'll start off there. Where I'm going to end this at is how Veep is still winning Emmys back to motherfucking back to back to back to back to back. And to what back. the fuck is Handmaiden's Tale? Because niggas ain't never heard of it. My I heard of was it. Like, I heard of it. I, I guess I better stay up tonight and watch this. No, I mean it's decent. I watched one episode of it. Hand I knew Maiden's that. Tale. Yeah, okay. it's a, it's you know, white people, you know. Fantasize about living back in those times when niggas was in chains and said yes sir. So um, it was really back in those times, and there really is no black characters. It's about white women um, using their pussy to get what they want. No shade. Um, but anyway, the the biggest moment to me continued to be the snub of Insecure. Um, Veep continues to get Emmys upon Emmys upon Emmys upon Emmys upon Emmys. Upon Emmys even though their ratings has taken a full dip this year. This year, they were um, concerned about whether they were going to renew next season, whether they should continue it, or it should be a spinoff. The ratings dipped a full 500,000 via Nielsen, uh, where I looked up these stats. Insecure surged over 2 million in views this year. Over 2 million. And so if we're talking about people voting, critical acclaim, people watching... Insecure dwarfs, dwarfs Veep, and for it still to be losing in these Emmy nominations and Emmy wins to Veep is a tragedy, and I'm not watching the Emmys until they figure the shit out. See, I was so dry because that's not turning me on. Oh, I don't have a comment to that, so... Um... The next one is all the Kevin Hart controversy. If you uh, have a Facebook, have a Twitter, or um, 
on MySpace, you have seen some of this Kevin Hart drama. Um, the only thing I'm going to say about that a little bit is something that I've said before is if you add a bitch, be at a bitch. At her. There are people online reading Kevin Hart, spelling Kevin Hart H-E-A-R-T and not H-A-R-T. At that nigga so he know what you're talking about. If you have a feeling, if you have some real strong feelings about the situation and you want to talk to him or read him, at that nigga so he know who you're talking to. Um, It came out today that Kevin Hart has a new um, family game with him, his wife, and his children. And people were quoting the announcement saying, oh, so what's the cheat codes? <laughs> and I just died laughing because I, was, I wasn't one. I was like, you want to use this moment right now to release your new mobile game? Girl, no. You being mobile and playing games is... Is how you got in this goddamn situation. <laughs> and that is the worst motherfucking celebrity sex tape I have ever seen in my life. And I've seen all of the sex tapes. That is the worst. Okay. I was like, what? Ma'am, if this all you had and you holding him hostage about $10 million, you should have just stole something. Steal a nigga Rolex on his phone or something. Hold that shit hostage. But these horrible ass sex tapes with shit scrambled out and you can't even really make out who it is and... We don't even know who he fucking... Ma'am, no. The editors that Love B. Scott was saying that the video was so grainy, they can't even see Kevin Hart's dick in the in the video. You can't see, so you can't see his dick, his ass, her pussy, his her, or her ass. Or her tits. Or nothing. It's not a real um, sex tape. It's a hump. It's a hump. It was a girl on the on the cowboy it, on Friday night. Because I always saw her jumping up and down a little taste. And then we saw him walk in front of the mirror looking for his pants. And then he was talking to her for personal uh, encouragement to whoever she was talking to on the phone. Like, bitch. Oh, you still tuned in? I clicked the read it. I'm like, ain't you telling on yourself you at a hotel with a hoe? She calling somebody on speakerphone asking about their day, and then you responded in the background. Bitch, you implicated yourself. You can't say, no, I wasn't in a hotel with that bitch. Uh, Because her friend now is an accomplice. Come on, Latanya. She gonna get two million. Anyway, um... So, the Great Escape Tour was announced. Are you excited? No. Who escaped? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talking about like the escape rooms that they be doing now on, on Brandy, Instagram? Brandy is escaped. She the only one not on this tour <laughs> from that goddamn time period. All them girls that came back. Tamar was from that time period. Monica's from that time if period. If you don't want to love me, it's a bop. Okay. I agree. But she the only one not on this tour. Oops. So what's the? Oh, so you talking about the group escape? Oh my god, I'm so blind. Yes, the group escape has announced their tour dates, and they are also touring with Tamar and Monica. And I want to see how cheap the tickets are. Because I was gonna say because Monica just got off tour with R. Kelly, so I think the R. Kelly tour bombed once these new allegations came out. So Monica still got Christmas money to make for the kids. She gonna need it because <laughs> R. Kelly ain't going to. I just don't what? feel like R. Kelly going on nobody goddamn tour. No the great escape featuring that. escape. I'm glad that Latasha Scott finally getting on the stage because she couldn't book one by herself. So she anxiously waited for one for 20 years. Absolutely, I'm here with you, sis. Because I'm, I'm waiting to book mine too. But Latasha Scott still had to come back to the group, to get booked <laughs> to get a TV deal. See, this so get to sit down she, with Jermaine. Latasha, she, she need to send Brandy this tweet, the <laughs> subtweet of how she got back to the stage because. <laughs> Brandy's missing that point. Oh my god! Why? Hold on. Why do you keep shading Brandy? We're, I'm talking about Escape and Latasha Scott. It all intermingles. 
Cool. <laughs> so their show was announced. Um, still kicking it. What's it called? Still kicking it. This song was kick it. Yeah. So escape. Still kicking it. Just kick it. I didn't get to just watch the preview because um, it came out just a few moments ago before we started recording. But hopefully it's good and hopefully they get numbers. Yeah, I hope so. I would go if the tickets are um, cheap or semi moderate. But if they're expensive and they expect me to expect to spend all kind of money and y'all ain't gonna have no production value, y'all gonna show up late and um, Damn, Tamar might not even be there. I'm not. No, no. I I'll go for like a good. Two hundred dollars seat. That's it. <sighs> well, Candy Live is different than Candy on the Track, so I really just would like to sit in the back, just so I don't have to hear all this screaming up front in my face. Especially if this is going to be Tamar's last um, rodeo, because she yeah. says she, she's retiring after two and a half albums. I wish Ooh. she had sound effects, because I would like start the Crickets girl <laughs> right there. <laughs> you need the. All right, designer. I just, um, it seems so on time with the release of Tony's Deadwood, which I've been talking about for two weeks, so I ain't gonna say no more about it. But it just seemed like right on time with Deadwood, all of a sudden now, you have you had a project coming out, you got a single, nobody knows it, nobody listened to it, and now you all of a sudden retiring? Because she's tired of fighting with the label about when to put it out, because as a creative, you're always in the studio recording and you're always trying to present a concept of an album to the label, but when the labels keep... T- I've seen it where the labels keep telling people like JoJo, like, okay, JoJo, cute, but you don't sound like you're 14 on this, so go back and try to make some younger-sounding music. And then JoJo's like, but I'm not 14, sis, I'm 23. And then now JoJo's like 27, 28, still out here doing Aaliyah covers at um, Bobby Brown, what's it, Blues Clubs, and barely able to book $40 tickets because the record label was playing. So I'm sure Tamar is, her confidence is on 5000 but her record sales are also on 5000 So, um, girl, you're going to need more numbers. Thanks. So she, I'm sure she's tired of arguing with the record label about due dates and release dates and what she can announce to her fans. But I'm, I'm also confused at why she's having to argue so much if her husband is Vincent D. Herbert. Which she continues cool, to Cool, they tell. have a studio at home. So she's definitely constantly thinking a track is hiding, constantly think sis no. So yeah, that's that's the point that I'm missing. If if you are um such a pop superstar or R and B superstar and your husband is also Vincent D. Herbert, this should be easy as fucking. Y'all should be able to find the hottest producers and be able to find the hottest this and that. Writers and this and that. So I'm ex- I mean Hmm. I mean, the album art was like, uh, do you have a little more? <laughs> was this like the second idea when I saw it? The the single, I ain't feeling it. It ain't hot. Dot com. Um, she released the second single today when you came in. I was listening to it. Pick you up, pick me up, or picking somebody up. And I was like, girl, I'm laying here on the couch. And I'm going to put it down. <laughs> I'm just going to lay here on the couch. I'm, I'm going to put it down. I want her to do great. I really do. Um, I love so much of her music, but. The work, the work ethic is not there for me. Um, in sexual health this week, I wanted to make sure that we talked about cuffing season is literally upon us. Oh, my God. Fall slash autumn is Friday. Oh, I wanted to show you the Jack update. They're testing the Jack update on oh. iOS. Mm. And, oh, shit, I meant to do that before we record so I could so you could talk about it. Mm. I know you were saying mm. the Because I'm fresh. literally on the edge of fucking deleting Jack. But it's so cute. They got um, new colors and stuff and new fonts and 
bitch. The new default avatars, like the new Jax is gonna be so cute. Um, it's I, definitely. But what they doing in, with this interim ass Jax? <laughs> It's fucking it's up my plan. It's testing for like another 75 days or something. I had Fuck to sign that. up for this beta program and download other apps and shit. Oh, it says it expires on 86 days. 75 so, days? You know how much ass or dick someone will miss in But it'll be right for the new months. year. It'll be right for the new year. Bring in 2018 New Jack update. It'll be real cute. So we're going to move on to noir after that. All right now. Um, oh, sexual health and um something. Yes. What were we talking about? Sorry. So, um, cuffing season is upon us. So this dude has said, if we have to talk about my position in the conversation, then we might as well not chat. But I was like, damn, he thick in all the right areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was just looking at his other picture, which is also the same thing. But mm. okay, keep talking. I'm gonna be. I forgot. I need to play on my jet. Wow. Um. So with cuffing season upon us. Uh, I definitely wanted to do highlight what people are feeling as far as getting into these relationships so quick because a nigga was there to hold you at night mm-hmm. and watch Love and Basketball with you and y'all made um, Pork and Beans together. You need to figure out what your romantic type is versus your sexual type. You okay. have two different types of men. There are two different types of men that you will be attracted to in two different ways. Mm-hmm. There will be men that you just want to smash mm-hmm. from the top, bottom, or versatile perspective. And there are men that you are going to want to be interested in romantically for long-term purposes, for um, nesting purposes, for... Pictures on Insta. Pictures and bringing home to your family purposes. And you have to make sure you know the difference between the two. A lot of times, we would get caught up in, "Woo, that nigga made my toes curl. Uh, my hair is fucked up for the next two weeks. Uh-huh. Um, I have never come like that. Um, ooh, that nigga's dick was so big, or that nigga's ass was so wet. He must be the one. That no. nigga is your sexual smashing type, not your romantic type. Now, it can be a perfect storm when you can find that and a romantic type. But don't mix the two together. Well, I guess the the breaking factor is, would you show pictures of him to your homies? Because apparently y'all are out here <laughs> smashing level ones and level twos and not telling the homies. But then when y'all get to four stars and five stars, y'all be like, bro, look at this bitch I smashed last night, bro. So um, I guess he's definitely not a relationship material if you don't want to show pictures of him to your homies. Is it, am I right in assuming that? Yes. Um, what I would definitely caution people is to not bash something in public that you would smash in private. So if you're going to smash it in private, smash it in fucking public. I like so, the t-shirt idea. Okay. <laughs> so like if you smashing it in private, don't just draw the curtains back, turn the lights off, and they'd be like, oh, I don't know what y'all talking mm-hmm. about. I would never fuck a femme nigga, but the femme nigga that you fucking five nights a week. Is the same nigga that you've been fucking five nights a week for the last year. Don't bash that shit in public and then smash, smash it. it in private. Yeah. Um, so definitely still incorporate that with the sexual type. So your sexual type can be a femme nigga. Your sexual type can say, you can say, I want a femme top. Call me daddy. Um, let me spank it. Let me choke you. I like all these things, by the way. Um, this sounds like a real classified. <laughs> what other things do I like? Classify mm-hmm. that for you. <laughs> yeah. So, but then like he, so I don't claim him in public. I want 
never claim him in public. You should. Usually when you I should, do, you, you, are, should, you always tell me that they be ugly. So I guess I can't share my pictures of who I'm smashing with my friends. So. But let them be ugly to me and cute to you. It doesn't matter what, what my opinion is. If he's your sexual type and your romantic type, mm-hmm. share that, pictures, that nigga's pictures with everybody. Share them with your friends, your family, <laughs> your Facebook, everything. Like, yes, he ugly. Well, don't he's be my, like that. Say you never dated no ugly nigga. I I know I've been in relationships with ugly niggas because I was the only one that thought he was cute. So he but must I always he must have like been ugly. There can only be one queen in a relationship. So I mean, and that's me. So you could be the queen, but you the only. So with you being the queen, you the only cute one in a relationship. Yeah, queen? queens are beautiful. Kings aren't. They something as long as they smart, cute. Um, <laughs> uh, but make sure you are differentiating between smashing slash sexual partners mm-hmm. versus romantic partners. And when the two blend, thank hallelujah, you know, go to church, put $20 on the altar and do all of those things because the Lord shined on you. But when there are two differences, know that this is just a sexual thing. This is just a smashing thing. Or no, this is a romantic thing. And I need to, you know, approach this in a different way. Everyone doesn't need to be handled with the same type of gloves. So when this is a smashing type, just smash. Y'all have sex. Y'all responsible adults do that. That's fine. When it's a romantic type, pursue it in other ways. Yeah, buy him trips to Bloom, Jamaica, November 29th through December 4th. Absolutely. And Ocean View Rooms are still on sale. We extended the sale. Oh, come through. if you have not booked your room, go book your Ocean View Room right now. All inclusive, nudity friendly. Yeah, I went to I went to like the resort website and it was like bitches with their titties out. And I was like, oh okay, <laughs> on the homepage, swinger friendly. <laughs> I was like, wow, titties, not interested, but they cute. Virgin friendly. If you ain't never even been into nothing like that, I never just, talked to before. So virgin alert. You'll be out of the country. So if you are looking for Ronald Maris to top, you also book this trip. Um, you may, you know, shoot your shot. Get blessed. Whoa. Uh, thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you want to participate, open the podcast app, search our name. What is the next step? Click, write a review or reviews or something. I don't know, Chair. I forgot. I'm intoxicated. But um, yeah, thank y'all for leaving us reviews. We got a lot of comments last week. People did not like you using the word "gay lifestyle." So I just wanted to let you know that um, that someone said that you make it sound like it's a choice, and they are LGBT and they can't help it. Shout out to Gotta Get Beefy. He leaves us a lot of great comments. I have no idea who thought or misconstrued anything that I said into um, gay. Well, you didn't say you didn't say it on purpose as a diss, but you said it just. uh, I have you didn't say it with ill intent. So I have no idea who thinks that um, I misconstrued gayness being um, not something that is natural or you're wrong with. But I've never said anything like that. Gay people are born homosexual. Homosexuality is natural. Speaking of, it's Bisexual Awareness Week, sponsored by GLAD. Um, they are they are using hashtag B I W E E K on social media. So search. They have like a lot of question and answer sessions with people in the community, and they are finding community. I was like, wow, I didn't know so many bi people was out here publicly tweeting the GLAD and all this. 
Um, but Galette also is asking people this week to demand that Warner Brothers make Wonder Woman bisexual in her movies. Woo. So I was like, wow, okay, so she's doing really good, but you know sexuality can make or break. Derail shit real quick. I think like maybe if they show her looking at a woman like in a sexual light, would that be just enough? Or are they expecting her to have a full-on tit-on-tit action? What Also no. are the people wanting from Wonder Woman? Did she do something in the comics or something? I'm so She has, but she's also done... She's done heterosexual things. She's done bisexual and lesbian things because she was born, raised, comes from an island of just women. All women. Um, But Wonder Woman is now a family-friendly movie, um, and the box office numbers will um, push the um, sequels into happening. And so if we push this dynamic that Wonder Woman has to be bisexual... And then she only makes $50 million because no families are going to go see it. And they were wondering, where's Wonder Woman 3 at? Well, Wonder Woman 3 ain't going to come down the pipeline because only 30 people went to go see it. Because y'all wanted a, a, a lesbian Wonder Woman flick. Wonder Woman is not just lesbian. She's not just a bisexual. She is a superhero. And so she transcends all of those labels. Mm-hmm. She's not just even heterosexual. She is a superhero that is... Uh, a deity and um, she transcends the labels of sexuality so I don't think that she needs to be portrayed as bisexual it's not her identity it's just something that's happened once or twice in comics and I read comics thanks for adding that little part Uh, advocate.com published an article 13 things to never say to a bisexual person (laughs) (laughs) I've probably said all these huh And the first thing was that people say that bisexuality does not exist. I've Um, said that before. Oh, well. Um, Another one is that bisexual people are greedy. Said that before, too. Oh, well. Bisexual people are scared of commitment. I think all people are just scared of commitment. Because, yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, classify that as a bisexual thing. And another one of the last ones that stuck out to me was bisexual people are increasing the spread of HIV. Sis, no, 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 no. You got to take care of yourself. What the song say? Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. What song was that? Oh, it's a gospel song by I don't know the artist, but I listen to the song when I'm feeling down. But anyway, um, so I think that it's more of a person thing, not a sexuality thing. Yes, men who have sex with men on the paperwork appear to have more, but people are also out here not getting tested, not staying in treatment. Getting tested in rural counties where shit ain't getting reported properly. So just because, child, the states are crazy. And so you sitting down in Podunk, Oklahoma, trying to tell somebody that they increase the rates of HIV. Miss, do you even know what the rates of HIV are? Yeah. Um, get better knowledge. Get yeah. with who you need to get with. There's that. <laughs> um. Oh, and one last thing. Shit, what was it? It slipped my mind while I was... Oh, another article, another article that I read was that bisexual people are constantly having to come out, and it's exhausting. Um, it was a bisexual having to come out twice is is what's exhausting because they're coming out to straight people, and they're also still coming out to gay people. That oh, you thought that I was gay, but uh, yeah, I actually like both, and mm-hmm. I still do both, and I still date both. So get with it. And anytime that they have a new partner, they have to say, "Hey, um, Veronica." 
just letting you know, Charles blew my back out like two months ago, but I'm seriously committed to this. And they have to constantly come out every time they get a new partner. I don't think if, I don't think, I personally don't think that I it's a, Come on, I statement. I don't think it's an issue for men who have sex with other men. And oh, that's the biggest issue. And that he, if he comes to me and tell me he has sex with Veronica, I go, okay, well, we're using condoms right now, so... Which kind of lube you like, the silicone or the water-based? No, it's, it's, it's a bigger know. issue for them because women are less accepting. It's not about the, the mm-hmm. male sexual partners that they have or uh, dating partners that they have. It's about the female partners that they have um, being um, not confident in, mm-hmm. is he going to go back over there and get some dick? Is this going to be, <laughs> you know, uh, a fly-by-night yeah. relationship and he's trying pussy out because he's really gay? Um, that I have had <laughs> close friends. You should just use the I statement. <laughs> that is an I statement. <laughs> I have, I have had close friends uh, tell me about their experiences with that, and I know that's a huge issue, especially in the black bisexual community. Um, and girl, you can't find no straight woman that's gonna be okay with you being bisexual. A straight black woman, that's a unicorn. Now maybe a straight white woman, you probably might find one. She's a little more open and understanding and hopeful. <laughs> but uh, a straight black woman Tell her you bisexual She's going to tell you delete my number The gag is more women are identifying As bisexual on now, the yeah, that's, But that's the other They still th- turn around and being judgmental When a boy does it Yeah but that's the other dynamic And so if Ooh. you're a woman that is quote unquote bisexual Or just Society, bisexual get it together. Or just bisexual You may actually be bisexual um, And then you tell a, a man That you're bisexual He's Nine times out of ten, not gonna have as many problems as if it was the other way around. If it was the other way around, it'd be block me on Instagram, block me on Facebook. I never want to talk to you again. Hope you have fun sucking dicks. But if it yeah, was, <laughs> but if it was a I woman did. telling a straight man that he'd be like, oh, okay, that's cute. You still gonna find your way back to this dick at the end of the day? In their mind, come on, man, being confident. In like their mind, whether 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 that's true or not, because you may find your way back to that dick at the end of the day, but in the morning you're gonna be licking lips because that's what you really want as well. So um, that's the dichotomy of it, unfortunately. Well, that was my segment for this week. Just make sure we are um, paying attention to bisexual awareness week um, presented by Galad and if and you HRC support um, Warner Brothers their goal of making Warner Brothers make Wonder Woman gay? No, that's not Warner Brothers oh, gay initiative. People, oh, gay people always want folks to be gay. But that's what GLAD's initiative is. Yeah, the, GLAD, is a, GLAD is trying to put themselves in Warner Brothers mentions for the upcoming Wonder Woman sequel. It ain't happening. Um, Wonder Woman has just made just a billion dollars and they're not getting ready to endanger no billion dollar franchise um, trying to bisexualize a superhero that is family friendly. No shade. She's been heterosexual in more comics and more cartoons than she's ever been bisexual. Let that one go. We have plenty of other um, gay and or bisexual superheroes that we can hunt after, a.k.a. Nightwing. I would love to see that one. What's the next for us? Next, um, I only have one brief footnote for um, the VH1 Hip Hop Honors. A lot of people were talking about it. I just did not care. I promise. I just, I, I didn't care. Um, the thing that I, that came out of it that was funny to me was the Remy Ma jokes. Miss, did she have a sleeping bag? <laughs> and she was posing for pictures outside her trailer. I was like, girl, go in the trailer, get go to nap nap, girl. 
Nap, nap, night, night, whatever you need, sis. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. They said Remy Ma looked like candy corn. <laughs> they said Remy Ma looked like a flotation device. And then they called her Remy Nah. I was like, that is so original. I had never thought of that. Remy Nah. But um, shout out to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, I want to definitely make sure that we address... Um, Someone that really needs to be addressed. Someone needs to find this young man's address, sit him down, do some counseling, go through the work with him. I have been watching this man make social media mistake after mistake, blunder after blunder. Um, what are you talking about PewDiePie again? No. What are you um, talking about? But roughly the same. Um, this young man has been on social media he's got a good uh youtube Ooh, that's penises hey that was nudes i'm paying attention y'all eddie superman has a folder of penises <laughs> anyway um oh they got another one. Oh, there were some booties come on booties in the mix thank you for uh being here thank you for being a friend where's your news at? i don't see yours though or was there a pen- i don't know i don't know they belong to um anyway so the picture that I'm talking about is of Walter Lee Hampton putting on all of his social media platforms. Proud to be HIV negative. Sir, you made a killing off telling folks that you were positive and because you were positive, you were exposed to other girls and you tried doing the wig thing thinking that was going to make you famous. I think he did like two videos with a wig on and then it didn't turn out to be like um, blame it on Quay or what's the other dude that wore wigs? All of them were weeks. Yeah, all of them were weeks in 2017. So I was talking to someone in Memphis who likes to stir up mess. And I was like, so what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> and so they was like, y'all gonna let Walter be HIV negative if he wanna be HIV negative. But y'all can't tell the him. test won't let Walter be the HIV test negative. will let him if he's coming back undetectable. So I, I think it, he can get a negative result right. But the result will come back no. negative. No. Oh, it'll come back negative, reactive. Yes. So it will say negative on the phone, on the page. <clears throat> or will it say negative? So it depends on the te- so one. It depends on the test. A swab test will give you a negative, but you can still be reactive okay. and then be undetectable. A blood test is going to tell you that you are negative, reactive. Seek the doctors. Girl, <laughs> uh, go sit down. Go sit down in the front. Somebody mm-hmm. gonna be with you in the back. Um, so it depends on the test. People that are out there talking about their undetectable taking full tests and getting HIV anyway. Um, to quote, I'm going to quote. What does back. it say? I'm going to quote the. I'm going to quote the picture before I read. Uh, quote: Proudly HIV negative! Exclamation point. I don't know. Is he taking classes from? He's Donald? screaming it. Is he taking classes from Donald Trump on fucking Twitter? Um, so guys, you can stop attacking me because I made smart choices in my life to keep me HIV negative. Three exclamation points and quote Walter Lee Hampton. It is common knowledge. I don't need your test results. I don't need to go to, um, uh, the health uh, public health department. It is common knowledge that your status is questionable. At best. And so to put out this fake campaign for likes, for clicks, for attention, that you are all of a sudden HIV negative, 
and that you've always been HIV negative is counterproductive to everything everyone else, gay and black, is doing in social media. We are all out here trying to be a positive voice, trying to be a positive example, but not positive in the way that you are positive. Um, and, and trying to move the conversation forward and showing that we can be positive members of the community. I need to say another Impactful word, members. Impactful members of the community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here you are, backpedaling, jelly dicking, pussy popping, all the way back over your own goddamn words about being HIV positive. You, ma'am, hmm. are the reason that it takes other members of this community so long and so much hard work to get to where our straight counterparts get to automatically because you devalue our opinion, you devalue our voice, you make it you make us a caricature and we don't need to be. And I'm absolutely positively impactfully <laughs> not here for it. Walter Hampton has so much fucking shit going on. I just when he put out this shit, I just he was looking for a Twitter storm. He was looking for attention. He was looking for people commenting and dragging. And this dragging, I'm, I'm here for. I, I got time. I had time for it because it's just go away, go away, do some steroid shots and go sit down and mind your business. I hope you can't pay your sprint bill, so you can't log on to put no more goddamn videos up. We don't want to hear the shit no more. I'm done. Um, I don't got no colorful commentary. I mean, <laughs> no colors. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it wouldn't it be counter reactive to LOL to all of the work that he was saying he wants to do in the community. By what work a, is he doing in the community? By appearing to be a strong, um, educated black man with a. A voice and so and so helping to change the view of HIV positive people, especially in Atlanta, where people, where AIDS diagnosis, not HIV, AIDS diagnosis, is the highest in the whole nation. You know, like those types of things. I know that he does his things for moments and things. I mean, but we all have a single, and then we just hope y'all listen to the rest of the album. So I know he has his videos where he's. Out there, but he's hoping that people will see that video and go watch something else and pr- see more of his content. Um, I, I thought, I statements, I thought that that's what he was trying to be, but with this I'm HIV negative campaign, is this a smart thing where he's trying to say what you said last week about promoting positivity? We need more people to be saying that they're positive and being out here in the light and so and so, so and so, instead of people who are only negative. Constantly he's, coming out and saying, and so maybe he's antagonizing the HIV negative. He's antagonizing so everybody to get people to see, like you know what we all know that he is positive. So we just need to, and I think that that's getting us to understand. On the flip side of it, I think it maybe his goal is just his goal I, is he heard I, me say that last week of being problematic, <laughs> and then said, you know what, this will fuck him up. <laughs> Bitch, I'm going to go out and tell everybody I've been, I'm HIV negative after I've been telling them I was positive for five years. <laughs> go the fuck away. That is not okay. the goddamn cure. Well, I tried. Okay. He tried it too. Um, what's next? You got more? <laughs> I, don't uh, I definitely wanted to make sure we shouted out uh, Monroe Bergdorf. Um, she was the trans model that was fired from L'Oreal with all the controversy a couple weeks ago for saying stating the black full 
ass motherfucking and our truth. girl from ESPN. I was like, why are y'all just after our women, girl? Leave us alone. I don't have I, well, well Monroe first because Monroe uh-huh. stated the full black ass positive. Po- damn, now nah, I can't. I, I'm you not. Can't say, say the word positive. I don't want to say the positive. I don't want to say positive no more. See, Walter Lee Hampton has fucked up the word positive for me. Ugh. Um. So yeah, so they hired her because she was a trans. They hired her. Yes, yeah, yeah. So if you've ever heard of her name, follow the story before they hired her uh, for trans diversity. Then she came out and said some real black shit that uh, shook some white people up because they didn't want to hear the truth about white supremacy and it being um, innate throughout all of our systems and everything like that. Then they fired her for saying black ass shit. So there's a new company that hired her as the face of their company, uh, as the face of their company, not just the cover girl, not just the spokesperson, the face of their company. Um, and I'm going to spell out the name because I don't want to fuck it up in pronouncing it. Um, I believe it's called Ilamascada, but it's I-L-L-A-M-A-S-Q-A. It is a, um, a company that is one of L'Oreal's uh, top three competitors, and she is now the face of it. So shout out to Come Monroe. on. Shout out to Monroe Bergdorf for... Being the face of a whole goddamn company now after being fired for saying black ass shit. Um, so this is kind of it's not really an icebreaker. It is more of a um heart warmer. Let's call it a heart warmer. Cool. Dope. Because <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Cool. So. For people that are listening that have friends um, that, you know, sometimes you may be on a bad date or on in situations that you may want to get the fuck out of. <laughs> Why are you making this face at me like, you know. You know? I'm like. Uh, I haven't done this. I haven't done this for you because I'm a good ass liar and I'd be lying. I'd be like, oh, I got to go to work. So sometimes you be in bad situations. Um, and this is I'm taking this cue from everything that we talked about last week with Kanika Jennings Jenkins. Um, and I'm making it a positive thing, a learning lesson. Okay. So, um, say you have a friend that, you know, might be in trouble. If it's me or if it's one of your other, um, friends, uh, that might be in trouble. Mm -hmm. Is there a passphrase that you guys can say between each other via text, via email, via Instagram, via Twitter or anything like that? If they were DMing you that would alert you to say, let me call him and act real crazy on the phone so he can get out of that situation. Um, is it bad? Like, I feel like we all need one because your mouth is bad and my mouth. My is mouth bad. is real bad. <laughs> and this so is not I about just, us. This I don't like. I just feel like in my in my life in my situations, I have not needed those things. We have <laughs> not, but we're about to establish one right now. Well, I don't want to say it publicly on here for a podcast. So we're gonna change it. You can check. You know, like you change passwords every um thirty days. We're gonna change. So it. what's the what was Obama's code name? Let's make it that. Oh, shit. was it the Eagle? Was it the Maverick? No, Maverick was John McCain. Um, um. So let's make it Obama's name. Let's so these are these are passphrases to bail on a date or hey, I'm in trouble. Alert, alert mm-hmm. your friend. So text these. So figure out what it is with your friend or your good Judy or. Um, your other fuck buddy when you're in a situation that you don't want to be fucking niggas in or it's dangerous or something like that. Text them, DM them, call them, or say something like that so they know. What's the word? What's your examples? So, I, I have a couple examples. The first one, the obvious one, is pineapples. Oh, cool. 
like Martel just takes me pineapples. So, so if I if so I you you have to know your friends. So pineapple being a safe word that Kevin Hart. God, you have to ruin all the words. <laughs> we, you ruin pineapples. But that's pineapples. <laughs> right. But that's so commonly known. Everyone knows that pineapples means danger. Like that's a safety word. I'm like Martel is being sarcastic. So let me respond with pomegranate. <laughs> I would respond. So obviously, <laughs> the words between us will not be pineapples because I'm gonna be in the fucking, um, I'm be in the freezer somewhere with my kidney taken out. Just text me the address. That's what you text me. Text me the address. OMW. Okay. I'll but you that. may not know the address. That's why these passphrases are important. Oh, and so that's shit. why it's also know. important for like. So the, what's another password? So that's why it's also important for like the family locator. So you know to turn that shit on. So you can GPS. To where your friend is well, or might be. if you would be. get an iPhone. Ooh, I don't want that shit. Wow. Okay, so we'll show the passcode. Passphrase. Um, but the same things can be turned on with... Pomegranate. Uh, uh, no. Um, th- same things can be turned on. So, like, something that would be innate between um, your friendships. So, if your friendship, if y'all... He verse. Then you know if it's If I lie. text you that, then, then will you save me? Cause you know I'm in, I'm in Well hell. no if you text me that I'm like okay good luck I'm not I'm gonna leave you by yourself See so what's my password go do So if you if, if we say If we say something like Honestly truly This is a mess Or any like Joanne the scammer quote Or you know what it depends it's based on your friendship So if y'all quote um, Got to be real or if y'all quote empire Or if y'all quote um, power Or something like that Figure out what a good quote that could be a safety mm-hmm. passphrase to pass between you and your friend to let your friend know my friend might be in trouble. Let me call him. Let me figure out what his geographic location is. Mm-hmm. Let me get to my friend because he or she is in trouble. They can't call me or they can't do anything but send me this message real quick. And so. have the passcode that you send to your mama because apparently Kanika Jenkins' mama would have came to the scene if she had texted. I don't know how she was going to get there because Kanika had the car. But she was going to figure it out if her baby was at a hotel party in trouble. But these are backup plans so you don't end up in these situations. Because I know I've been drunk before, but I've been lucky enough to have surrounded myself with people that I could trust when I was extremely drunk. That, um, you know, like I I can think back to a party that I threw like years ago. And I was, you know, I had a good ex that I could trust um, that kicked everybody out, put me in the bed, and I woke up and everything was fine the next day. So what would you tell somebody dating that ex right now? Icebreaker alert. Was, shit. They in the middle of, the, of a divorce, so I can't tell them nothing right now. Well. Um, so develop a passphrase, and so if the passphrase is um, "Ronald don't matter," so if I say that, that immediately has say something sarcastic. <laughs> See? I'm not thinking about trouble. Like this See? bitch is trying to come for my wig. <laughs> See, but that might trigger your friend, like it just triggered my friend to say, you know what? Let me call this bitch. Let me see what the fuck this is. His geographical location is. This ain't right. Establish those passcodes. Cool. Be safe. What's next for us? Um, misdemeanor is the reason for the season. I'm just gonna move on from that. If y'all didn't see that shit, I'm just I'm. That's it. Misdemeanor is the reason for the season. Um. Um. There's a lot of controversy going on right now about the um, pills that you can find in the gas station for extending uh, erections. Your stroke game. Yeah. Your extend- stroke number. Ex- yeah. There's a new Twitter account I'm following, The Stroke Room. Oh, wow. What's, yeah. going, what's going on there? You know, a little praising of the Lord. 
in the darkness, living in the flesh. Wow. Um, flesh Vi- on flesh. Amen. Vi- Hallelujah. Um, Vice currently, <clears throat> recently did a uh, documentary about um, the gas station pills that people use for erectile dysfunction. Um, and how many people has currently put in comas? How many people has currently damaged their erectile functions when it you already have dysfunctions going on? And it shed a little bit light on um, these gas station pill phenomena of getting something that's they're like seven ninety nine sometimes all the way up to like fifteen ninety nine for a pill to make your dick hard for the night. So I want to make sure that we say. Um, if you are one of those people out there doing that, make sure that you do something different. There's so, there's so many takeaways. They'll be like, girl, I'm drained. <laughs> just, I got to create a safe word. I got to not buy the stuff at the store. Yeah. I got to, um, this, just get you a safety. Write a note to tell the next time I see a bitch dating my ex. Mm-hmm. Then I got to, what was your sex? It's a lot of takeaways. Absolutely. I can't take nothing else away. Bitch, you've been taking a whole <laughs> bunch of shit your whole life. You're going to take it now. My result is zero. <clears throat> um, do something different. So if you have erectile dysfunction and you don't have access to a provider where you can go get you some Viagra, Cialis, and all those other wonderful things that they prescribe you that is um, safe uh, in the terms of the FDA, if you can't do any of those things, stay away from the gas station phenomena because it is putting people in hospitals um, the same with the synthetic weed, you know, like when people were just out there doing he crazy. Needs some milk. He gonna need some a lot of milk. He gonna Stay need away from benefits. that shit. So, so if you if you can't get regular medical stuff, medical regular medical coverage to get the uh, FDA approved drugs, the Kegel exercises that we've been talking about for bottoms also works for tops. Or do what you've been doing. Just keep sucking the baby. It's gonna get hard, and I just be there like, oh my god, okay, sure, I'm gonna keep sucking it. How long have you been sucking it? Would I will tell you? I will say off camera, but shout out to us <laughs> um, off the air. Anyway, um, the key exercises that we talk about for bottoms also work for tops for erectile dysfunction and for shooting purposes. So if you have some erectile yes, dysfunction problems, shooting purposes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so if you have some erectile dysfunction problems or you ooze every time you come instead of shoot, and you really want to be a shooter instead of a oozer, these Kegel exercises are extremely key. Um, you can do them while you're at work. Like you got to do it for more than one week before you give you, up. The, the best results come when you do three sets of 10. So do 10 of them clenching back-to-back. If you don't know Kegel exercises... 30 two, seconds, 45 seconds? How long do you do it? 45 seconds to okay. a minute. And so you can do three sets of 10 back-to-back, while you sitting there at work typing shit up, doing grain shit, blah blah blah, you can make your, you can be making your dick hard for later in the evening because dick will make you slap somebody. Um, my song for my soul this week. Um, I know we mentioned um, VH1 Hip Hop Honors for a brief second, mm-hmm. and the girls from SWV was mad because it's like, how they gonna do a tribute to the night? They said SWV ain't there. Girl, LL Cool J went there neither. He sold more records than y'all. It's it just seem, sounds like so. I hope that's true, Lord. But I'm just like, and then somebody else. I really want set, them to invite Foxy and, though, and just acting up. But anyway, shout out to the one hit wonders from the '90s who didn't make it. Um, the girl that said, um, what was her name that used to sing with Lil Jon and the East Side Boys? 
cash a, a little oozy or something like that shout out to her shout out to the dude that wrote um Spleck of Ellie because he won their hip-hop honors and Spleck of Ellie got a lot of girls pregnant and shout out to um it's more than just y'all SWV get over it but my song for my soul this week is Mercedes she was in um No Limit Records mm-hmm. um she was the first lady of No Limit Records for a while yeah before me before me mm-hmm. oh wow shout out to God um, but she has a song called It's Your Thing featuring Mr. P. And the song opens with this girl calling from a payphone in 1998, asking to speak to this girl and asking what's Jaquan over there. And then Mercedes like, look, girl, I fucked him. Yeah. And you probably want to sit, have a sit down and talk to me about where he at and what he doing right now. But I am busy. And Mercedes is in the strip club in her pink um, camo because it's no limit records. And they are doing like these, like I don't know. Come on, designs by Tina. Choreography in 1998 was just so good because like the Montel Jordan featuring Master P and Silk the Shaka. Where is Montel Jordan? Because this is how we do a commercial. Come Montel on, Montel Jordan is in the church again. Oh my god! Uh, but he had a commercial. I think I heard it on the radio. Well, something else. He's back out promoting. This is how we do it. Um, what? Because <laughs> he don't own the song anymore. He had to. Sell it when he had six hundred thousand dollars in IRS debt, so he sold his rights to the song, and so he said he hated the, was it the the Jackson somebody? It was one of those tax companies that bought the song that had the fat man dancing on top of the desk. He really hates Montel Jordan. Said he he really hates that commercial. He wish he could buy the rights to his song back. This is why it's important to own your masters, because girl, when you own your masters, girls can't tell you what the fuck to do with your shit. And pay the IRS, I guess. Um, but anyway, so shout out to all the one-hit wonders of the 1990s, like Mercedes, even though she was signed to Fable. She had that other song, You Ain't Gotta Say Too Much, By the Look in Your Eyes, I Can Tell You Wanna Fuck. That's by Mercedes as well. So You Ain't Gotta Call Me a Boo. Tell me VH1 hip-hop owners wouldn't have went up if they was being performed. And Foxy Brown better be there next year. Um, my song for my soul this week, as promised last week, um, the blue-eyed devil stole it away from this queen, um, and he came and snatched my soul again, um, like, 16, 17 hours ago when he dropped the, the video, and it was so LGBTQ-friendly, but I'm not gonna give him no more spotlight because he got it last week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Shaka Khan, the queen, the queen, um, one of the most underrated vocalists, one of the most underrated writers, one of the most underrated instrumentalists of all time. Come on. Um is my song for my soul this week. She has a cut. And when I say a cut, you know what I mean when I say a cut. It's not I a do. single. Oh. It's not no song. It's a cut. Cool. And and if you like 25 and below, you may not know what a cut I, is. Cuz I don't. You all <laughs> but you also not 25. Um, but a cut is something that you know. You just—that's a cut. Okay. A cut. Niggas that know what a cut is, it's a cut. Anyway, so this is a cut. This song is when you want to slowly long stroke someone or be long stroked in the middle of the night. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and you ready? He ready? Y'all ready? Blah blah blah. Um, it is called Night Moods. And it is a different song than you have typically heard from Chaka Khan because she is the soul, she is the disco queen, she is the feel the fire, ain't nobody, all of those hits. She is those kind of upbeat, um, 
twerking for the 70s and the 80s jams. But this song gives me so much Sade body that it is good for the midnight hour long strokes when you want to make the nigga um, make you make eggs and bacon in the morning. So I got to fuck you at two in the morning and I got to get up in three and a half hours. Okay, cool. <laughs> you haven't had that motivation yet. That's why you ain't did it in your life yet. Um, this, this song personifies those cool nights when you want to get someone good and warm and wet next to you. And I got to change the sheets. All right. Night moves. Oh, yes. Again, you you haven't had that kind of motivation yet. You don't know what I've been through. <laughs> that is my song for my soul this week, Shaka Khan, Night Moods. It's time for listener questions. Make sure that you send us your thoughts, questions, concerns, or that you just bought the new anal trainer. <laughs> just as long as you didn't buy the flat tummy tee that um, Andrew Caldwell was selling. Because, bitch, if you bought that shit and you thought you was going to get skinny... You a motherfucking fool. Send us the link to your eyebrow girl, because she had did a good job. Send us to the girl who applied your foundation. It wasn't as good, but the brows was cute. It looked futile already. I'm not buying that <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, so send us questions to here for a pod at Gmail or any inbox where you can find us. Our first question comes from the email, and it was titled, Ho? Question mark. It says, what's up, Zay here? Love you guys, and keep doing what you're doing. The Zay that live here in D.C.? No. Some feel sex is a natural thing, so men can't be a hoe. Do you agree with that? If not, what makes a man a hoe to you? I don't know. So, some men say that sex is a natural thing, so single men can't be a hoe. Um, yeah. I think because, what makes a hoe though? Because for some people having sex four to five times a week is a regular, and to some people... Having sex four to five times a week is a hoe. So, I mean, it just depends on your sex drive. I mean, like, and who is someone from the outside to tell me that what I need four to five times a week makes me a hoe? Like, girl, so? <laughs> so? Do you want to go for wings or no? Because I don't know. What what do you want? I mean, like, the two for 20 special about to expire. Do you want to go um, get drinks? I don't know. Bitch, get out of my business. Um, I think it's all about perspective, you know, because some people differently, definitely feel that, you know, if you fuck this many times a week or you fuck, if you've ever fucked this many people a week, you are a hoe. So it's about perspective, knowing your friends or knowing your relationships or dates, knowing what they feel is hoe activity. So if they feel like you fucking more than 10 times a week is hoe activities, then you know you might be a hoe to them. If they're more fluid. And they feel like, girl, you can fuck like 20 niggas this month. Wow. See? See the difference right there? Get tested. <laughs> get tested. See the My difference? only concern is make sure you're getting tested and you are having safe sex. See the difference right there? So, 10 was a lot, but I was trying to not judge. But 20, I'm judging. And then you have that, to figure out, like, who's who's judging you? Like, where's the heaven or hell at, girl? Do y'all got ballet and parking? neither one of y'all hoes got one. <laughs> But I know I know people that regular. I know somebody that had sex with twenty four different people this past weekend. So was some people in a porn. Martell's twenty four load weekend. <laughs> Coming to Patreon soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it was not me. But I know people like that, and <clears throat> I wouldn't consider them a hoe because that's what they do. That's their that's their typical normal thing. 
And it's not hoe-ish to me. It's not my thing, but I wouldn't classify them as a hoe because that's their typical behavior. So what would make someone a hoe to you? Um, doing things hoe-ishly. Hoe-ishly means um, fucking your friends, ex-boyfriend. That's a hoe. Mm-hmm. It's a hoe. Okay. It's a booty hoe, <laughs> but it's also a hoe. Um, I think it's, it, I don't think hoe means quantity to me. I think whole means um, attitude, whole means um, intent. So if you did something hoishly, and okay, well, <clears throat> yeah, I'll fuck my cousin's boyfriend because he fucking other girls. So that's hoish to me. The next question was sent us on Instagram. Anonymous writes, how do you deal with a trick thing on the sexual animalistic attention when it is not the type of attention you desire. <laughs> uh, you read it and say, oh, thanks, and move along. Um, what are you here for this week? <laughs> <laughs> Petty boots bangles. Uh, <clears throat> so I was definitely here for something last week. So I'm glad to um, be here again this week to not be here for something. Um, we are experiencing a lot going on in this country and a lot going on in this world. There are um, a lot of natural disasters going on as we speak. Um, and damn, they ain't seen young Nikki in the week. Five shows made three million in a week. Sorry, they just kept, popped in my head for some reason. Wow. Um, so I definitely wanted to make sure that everyone was aware of what I'm not here for this week. We will definitely put the uh, link below there are <clears throat> two brothers that are blaming the current hurricane uh trajectories and quantity of category three and above hurricanes including the, the new category five hurricane that's going to make landfall in puerto rico within the next few hours on the acceptance of lgbtq people in america the website back to Stone. Oh no 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 no! Don't get their website no shout outs. Just what no, it's not their website. It, oh okay, I, I'm like girl, don't be. People. I have this. The website backtostonewall.com uh, is reporting on their fake news. Um, they quote have said killer hurricanes are sent by God because of the LGBT acceptance in America. If we don't fix ourselves, God will fix us. End quote. And that is on backtostonewall.com about the Benham brother, the Benham brothers, B E N H A M. First off, I want to tell y'all that uh, I don't know what God y'all serve, but the God that I serve is omnipresent, omnipotent, and all powerful. And if He has a message that He wants to convey to me, you, Him, her, them, all of us, we gonna motherfucking know it. And it's not going to be in the form of a hurricane that we can see a week out, two weeks out. I can get in my gay-ass car or I can get on a gay-ass goddamn airplane to get away from. That message that he's going to send to me is going to be clear, loud, and present. So whatever God that you are serving that is sending hurricanes to kill people that are accepting LGBTQ people, you need to get with the winning team and get off that goddamn God's winning team because that ain't the real God. And I'm not here for it. Marquise Bram was 
attending Penn State University back in 2014 and was pledging some kind of group chat. I don't know. Fuck them all. Um, and so close towards the end, he decided to jump off the rooftop of a Marriott hotel mm. where Penn State was. He was texting his RA multiple times that he just did not understand this process. He was going through it emotionally. Um, she just kept saying, it's going to get worse, buddy, but you can do this. Stick through. Well, what kind of message is that? Anyway, so that's what we're telling the kids now. Um, so then his parents sued Penn State, and they got um, a grand jury to say, yes, um, your son Marquise Brown was hazed. Mm-hmm. Um, they found things that look like evidence that it could be hazing. But then the attorney general said, well, girl, we're just not even going to prosecute that. So um, sorry about your loss. Um, close this court case. So, but now Penn State is under investigation again for hazing. So now the courts have decided to look into the previous cases of hazing. So now CNN gets to go out and talk to Marquise's family of saying like, yes, Fred hazing is real at Penn State. It's happening all of the time at Penn State. And Penn State is doing nothing about it. Um, There was, when Marquise was dead, they decided to go look through his Room and Marquise was now 21 years old. Why did they find like bottles of Jack Daniels and other bottles? And it had numbers and code words on it. So they were drinking in the dorms, getting twisted, turning up. Um, Marquise had said in a text message that he felt like he had something on his neck. What is it called? They had a they were coming for his neck, so they were gonna haze him especially hard. I guess that's what that means. Mm. Um, so somehow the family got to go through his phone. Um, and they found hazing videos where the people who were trying to pledge had guns pointed to their head. It was all a part of the, the pledging process. So, girl, in order for me to be a XYS, whatever the name of your group is, I got to have a gun pointed to my head. Y'all, I'm texting people that I need help, and they like, stick through it, little buddy. How about y'all cut the shit, and then y'all will have to spend so much money in lawyer fees and court costs on trying to defend it and cover up shit. Yeah. Um, I just I'm, don't know why fraternities <clears throat> insist on, you know what, if I point a gun to your head, that's going to make you a better XYS member. Or Gamma Rho Sigma Phi. Whatever. Ski. I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, you're 18 years old. If we make you down a whole bottle of Jake Daniels, that's going to make you a, a better leader in the world. You can do better community service. Aren't y'all about community service and all, whatever y'all are supposed to be about? Girls out here homeless and can't find nowhere to stay in the cold. Oh, okay. Girls got to bury their parents and can't even get a $1,000 donation from their frat. Oh, okay. So I guess you're not here for it. Check out the full story on RondaMatters.com. That's the only website y'all need to know about getting shout-outs. And go read the story. It's crazy. And his parents gave CNN the footage of the pictures of evidence that the School threw away. Oh, sir, we're sorry. Um, yeah, that does sound like it could have been evidence, but we threw it away. So, um, yeah, you don't have any evidence to support your case of why your son committed suicide because of hazing here at Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. Uh, this is a, a, a continued. <gasps> is this that school that had that sexual predator? Yeah, the football coach was a sexual Sandusky, predator. Yeah. So it's a, a continued climate of the same things continuing to repeat itself, and it's one of the top ten Ivy League schools in the country. Yeah. 
but it's mm-hmm. no way in the fuck that even if I had a million dollars, I would go there. Bless Nothing they're prestigious about is staying in a court, okay? And not on the plaintiff's side. Yeah. Uh, God bless y'all. My power to you. So it has come to the end of our episode. This is our oh absolute God. favorite part. It is time for last call. And so we are going to take a shot to our last call subjects. Can you can. And if you got some alcohol available, come take a shot with us because this is about to be our last ride. You nasty. Come on, Chibok. My last call this week is to um, the LGBT leader at Georgia Tech, Scout, Scout Schultz who was fatally gunned down uh, for wielding a Leatherman, not a real knife, uh, wielding a Leatherman, which is an all-purpose tool that apparently scared the shit out of uh, the Georgia Tech police to the point that they had to shoot and gun him down on campus, uh, responding to a mental health emergency. Um, You are my last call because you are a example and a hero of why... um, there needs to be a lot more reform in, in this country with guns and with police escalation of force. Uh, you are a light that was dimmed a lot and far too soon uh, earlier than it should have been. And um, unfortunately, uh, you won't be able to continue on the work of uh, building progressive issues at Georgia Tech that you've been working on. Um, And my last call is definitely to Scout Schultz. Thank you for your hard work. Uh, Thank you for being a flawed individual and rest in peace. Rest in power. Amen. Um, After all the stuff that's gone on in America over the last couple of years, I don't know how come any organization says, you know what, let's just give our officers some training just on the front end because we don't want to be involved in no shit. And even the officers would know, like, well, you know, I'm glad that they signed up for us for training because I sure don't want to have to be in a court case or people finding my address on the internet and come write shit in my yard and searching for my. I'm like, I'm glad my job is looking out for me like this. So I don't know how come Georgia Tech, with all the millions of dollars, all the professors and educators and dollars that they have in the state of Georgia, has not. But anyway, I just, who are me? R.P. Scout Schultz. Do not forget his name. On a lighter note, my last call is to your favorite podcast, reaching 17,000 listens in like six months. Shout out to everybody who listens, shares the podcast. Share this podcast with your friend. Pick your favorite episode and share. Um, but 17,000. Top and Tops is my favorite episode. I don't know. I just look at the titles. I'm like, I love my my favorite. <laughs> just like the titles that we come up with are just so crazy. But um, shout out to Here for a Podcast. Seventeen thousand listens. Um, we've been featured in Podcasts in Color, LGBT Month Spotlight. We're coming up on the two pods a day, promoting people listening to indie podcasts. We got some other things in the work that we can announce just yet. But um, just shout out to us, like just slaying the game. And we're sponsored by Bloom Jamaica. You can also meet and greet, and we'll sign your titties out there. Oh well. Okay, so shout out to Titty signing because I'm down. Can you sign my titty? I'm gonna sign all kinds of titties. I'm I'm willing to sign titties, cakes. I might sign some dicks. Cool. 
Thank you guys for listening. You're true. This has been an awesome trace. week for Here For It Podcast. Make sure you share, continue the conversation with your friends. If we said some problematic shit, share it with them and tell us what we should have said better. Uh, comment below. Send us questions to hereforapod at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.